Hey everybody, this is Daniel from the Editor's Desk. Hey, check out after the credits for a special segment. Thanks, enjoy the show. Welcome to Clickstar, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, Alex Coons, and Tyler Spees. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstoff today. This is your host, Daniel Powell speaking. Just want to let everybody know Clickstoff is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com, the world's largest HeroClix retailer. Find HeroClix new and old on Trollandtoad.com and use coupon code CLICKSTOFF for 5% off your your order. Uh, merchant and pre-order items do not apply. If you like what you're hearing today on Clickstoff, check us out Patreon.com forward slash Clickstoff. A dollar and above gets you entered into our monthly giveaways. Five dollars and above gets entered into our Discord server for exclusive HeroClix strategy and tactics discussions. Um, and joining me today is Jason. Saw Spider-Man today, Alvy. Oh man, it was so good. It was still too early for any spoilers, so... Yeah, so good though. Go watch it. Can't talk about it yet, uh, but it is really, really good. Um, and also joining me today is Alex. Has to make a choice between two different state championships. Coos. Yep. There's a lot of a lot of possibilities of where I could go, man. Oh, the places I could see. And the, and as as the pre-show. Alex, Jason, and I are giving you a. We're avoiding your competition. I think. You're, you're what? Avoiding, avoiding you. Uh, avoiding, avoiding you. Avoiding you. Oh, avoiding. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah we don't want none. Yeah. yeah we good. We don't want none. So. Good. I'm <laughs> a, I, hey, I'm up to three out of nine Masters of Evil. So yes. Yeah. You should. Well, Dan, you've got all of them, but. Right. To me, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> this much so early don't forget you need two dark phoenixes um um i have zero so right good start good yep. start and lastly our guest tonight someone we're super excited to have on is clay the man the myth the legend the creator of hcunits.net the absolute best hero clicks team building website ever would Hi, I. This is a huge honor. I, I've listened to the show so many times. I, you guys got me through the pandemic. I am so excited to be here. Um, I can't tell you what a what a wonderful honor this is. Um, very, very, very looking forward to this. Yeah, no, we're we're excited to have you on, and um, we all love your site. So, oh man. Um, well, thank you. I really appreciate that. You too kind. No, yeah, first I mean, time I saw it, I had to like pick my jaw up off the floor. I was like, "This is so great." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's, I love it. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's it's really great. Yes, I, I've I'm so thrilled with it. It's what I've been wanting for such a long time, and it's like I don't have any time to do anything remotely like this. I wish someone would. 
And next thing I know, the website's out. And I'm like, sweet. It's like, Man, I've been the... saying that same thing for years. Um, <laughs> you know, I, and, and there's just a... I, I think the biggest bar is really has just been getting the, the unit data itself. Because the, the game is has such a history to it. And, you know, without the units... You, you know, all the other stuff doesn't doesn't make sense, and, and that's just uh, and that 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 alone took a long time. Um, but once you get that, I think everything else kind of has flowed. Now, do you? Uh, part of my ignorance. Do you have anything to do with the HC Maps site, or is that somebody else? Oh, that was my that was my first attempt at uh, you know giving to the community a little bit. Uh, I I guess that also. Kind of got me started on uh, on some of the technologies like JavaScript and HTML and CSS. Um, and actually, just you know, hosting a site. Um, so, but that was a very, very, that was a very simplified design compared to you know what has gone into HC units. So, we, uh, you know, you you thanked us for helping you get through the pandemic. We absolutely have to thank you because HC Maps. I feel like helped immensely with like online games during the pandemic trying to get all these maps out yeah. there and then when the roll 20 assets were added on there um that helped significantly as well like it, hc maps was one i had booked i still do by far uh heavily utilize uh hero clicks bookmark that i have on my desktop because it's just easier to see those maps. I, it's funny because you use the website so much and then you get the map in front of you and you're like, oh, this is what it looks like? I'm used to seeing the red squares and the green squares. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not used to seeing the actual map. Interesting. Yeah, you look at the real artwork and you don't recognize it. <laughs> right. Even, even though you use it online, you know, 50 times or something like it's yeah, been so, so cool to see how it's taken off. I mean, I, I just developed that, honestly, for myself. It, uh, I wanted to be able to see all the maps really easily without having to dig through all the boxes. And 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 so I, I built that tool as a way of preparing for, for some of the tournaments. And I shared it with a few people. And, you know, it, and it really just took off. Um, I, I also have to give, like, huge shout-out to, to Brian Dorbeyer. He stepped in a few years ago and and has helped with that site. Mm -hmm. He overhauled the UI. He's been adding maps. Um, and, and he really has been pushing it uh, for use within the online scene. So, uh, you know, huge credit to him. Uh, it really wouldn't be where it's at today without all his help. Absolutely. I love Brian. Oh yeah. This is um, this is going to sound completely random because I've just I've been looking at the site and pulling up stuff for the event or for the the event being the recording tonight. And I just realized um my team I've been building for modern is actually 10 points underbuilt. The one we've been practicing Jason is 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 10 points underbuilt. Are you kidding me? No, so I have 10 more points to do something else with. Oh wow. Oh no. Well, I had the a lot uh, of, lot of equipment for 10 points. <laughs> I had the Darkhold assigned to Venom Magneto for 10 points instead of Scarlet Witch for free. Whoops. Oh. Well, at least you don't at least you already have a prime on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there, right? Uh, but no, I we did have a few questions. I mean, Clay, obviously we we love it, right? I mean, um you know, thank you for taking a UI class. 
uh, or at some point, right, understanding mm-hmm. UI and understanding how to make a pleasing to the eye uh, unit section uh, or a website in general. Um, it just... Oh man, you're giving me a giggle right now because I, I, of, of all my talents, I feel like user interface is not one of them. I feel, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I guess, I think the bar is a little low. For, for us poor Heroclix fans. <laughs> so I benefit from that. But, uh, you know, I uh, visual design is definitely not my forte. Um, but I, I'm glad that you like it. I've certainly, I've tried as hard as I can to, to make it that it's, you know, something that's usable on desktop and and mobile. And, and uh, you know, I really wanted it to be a, a web app so that it it, it is usable on all these different platforms and you don't have to it's not tied to ios or android or any particular platform and 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 i'm glad that it's managed to come together as well as it has Uh, but definitely you know any anything that people want to provide tips on how to improve the ui i am more than open to it because that's like i said definitely not my forte Um, yeah, it's, uh, as a as a data nut, uh, just seeing like your power distribution. I know that's something you added fairly recently. Um, for per set, like if you're looking at each set, just seeing how all the powers are distributed, like how many people actually have mind control, or how many people in the set have smoke cloud as the starting powers, incredibly interesting. Yeah, I was really excited to get that too. You know, and, and it's the the cool thing about getting all this data is you can finally like dig into stats like that. And I started, um, you know, I remember all of the great uh, sealed primers that the folks on uh, HC Realms would do. And honestly, that's where I got the idea because they would break it down by like, oh, you know, there's only three three characters in this whole set that have leadership. So if you pull one, you make sure you you use it. Um, and and I remember when we were preparing for Team Worlds last year, we, I broke down a, a couple cases and, 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 and did the same thing. But it was all up by hand using spreadsheets. And honestly, it was a really big pain in the butt. So now the fact that we can just do it automatically as soon as these sets come out is just awesome. Yeah, so I, Alex deals with data. And I mean, and I deal with data too for a living. Um, and... Uh, I, I'm I'm excited to know that the way you've put together your back end without ever seeing how the back end works, I know that you've put together your back end in such a way that all of that data uh is there at your fingertips. Basically a click of the button, um or a, the uh the writing of a uh query, I should say. And and that's that's super nerding out about something like that. Yeah, you know, I uh, I benefit greatly from open source. Um, I I had never even heard of this uh, backend framework for um, you know I guess a backend infrastructure, and it's called Django. It's Python, and oh boy, did it make this so much easier than I would have ever imagined. Um, I, it abstracts away all the hard database stuff, and uh, and it, it, you're right. It, it, it allows me to to make changes with with such great velocity, um, so much faster than I think I had anticipated when I started this project. So, 
big kudos to whoever works on Django. That's a it's an awesome tool. How long did you have to work on this to get it up and running? Yeah, I started around Christmas break of uh, last late last year. That was when I finally said, I am so sick of saving all my teams to spreadsheets and like juggling these these spreadsheets and trying to figure out, you know, copying copying figure names and point values from HC Realms and and trying to share with people is so laborious. I'm like, I really want a tool that just I can see it all right in one place and 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 be able to to share it just as easily with people and um and like i said earlier you know the biggest hurdle was just getting all of that unit data in the first place um and then and then after that uh it it, it all kind of fell together i mean it, it took a little bit of learning um you know and, and honestly that's been one of the fun parts of all so, this is really so learning you... all these all these different coding so, things so how did you get all of the unit data yeah, I'll be honest. I I scraped it from HC Realms. Um, I know that that probably causes some people to cringe, but honestly, I see that I see that data as really being the universal source of truth. And and what I'd really love to do, um, and I've been meaning to reach out to to Joe and and, and the folks who who work on HC Realms, and we should all be working together. We shouldn't be, you know, inputting all these different units separately. I really would love to see us come together as a community and and just develop a single source of, uh, of 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 truth for all of the units out there. So you know, if because I I the funny part about scraping all that data is I also ended up validating a lot of it. You find all the little bugs, misspelling of unit names and and problems with. You know, click click powers and and point values, and I've really tried to to clean it up and fix it up as I've gone along, and all of that data is sitting in a uh, a GitHub repository. It's totally open sourced, and, and I think one of the questions I saw on the pod on the podcast chat was, uh, you know, is there an API? Yes, totally. It, so the the whole thing was developed so if people want, they can they can use it interactively through an RPC call. Or they could just go to GitHub and, and take the data. It's all sitting in JSON files. Um, and I would love to collaborate with you know the others that I mentioned and and just do it all together. I think that would be fantastic. Because I see us as one big community. So. Yeah, and I think it's great to have um, you know someone like yourself that cares, right? It, it's it, unfortunately like Tony's almost been like. Uh, abandoned uh, realms lately from what I've seen he's he's checked back in a few things but he used to post all the time and it, it, not to disparage somebody else while he they're not there but it's like his number his frequency of post and that kind of stuff has just gone way way down on the site which has been a little discouraging for a lot of folks and I, I think has helped like your site like gain a ton of momentum too quickly right just one of the factors right is uh that tony has seemingly abandoned some of the development on realms um but yeah it'd be great if there was a single unit repository um for all the three big sites now um for for units 
Yeah, I mean, because you know, we're all we're all one community. Um, I'm doing this, you know, because I love the game. I want to see the game flourish and grow. Uh, I have no desire to to charge money. That's not on my radar at all. Could care less. I want I want I want to make the I want to make it as easy to play the game as possible, as accessible for new players as possible. And and that's been a lot of the, the the mentality that's gone into this. And of course, like you know, I want to build something that I myself love to use too. Um, I, I'm glad you mentioned Tony. He actually reached out really early. I I'm not sure how he found me, um, but I'm glad he did. And and we've we exchanged a number of emails. And he seems like a really great guy. I've actually never met him. Um, yeah, I think you know he's. I think he's got other stuff going on. He's really excited about a number of other strategy games right now, and that's cool. Um, you know, so if if something changes and we find a way to collaborate further, that'd be wonderful. Because um, I think there's still a lot of value. There's still a lot of things that the realms does that I honestly don't have a lot of interest in doing, like great forums, um, a lot of the social social elements of the site. Um, you know, I I. I don't want to do any content moderation, to be honest. That sounds like what? A mess. Why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shocker. Yeah, running um, running running a Facebook group is hard enough. Um, yeah. Sometimes. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing to take away, and, and, and Tony is a good example of this, is like. The concern I feel like is a good a good way we what you're saying, Clay, makes a hundred percent sense because we have to work together because it's so easy to get burnt out. Um, because the mm-hmm. the game continues to grow more and more sets and you could be playing and decide, Oh, I want to be more competitive and then you don't have as much time to devote to you know, keeping the, the site updated. Because it does require not constant updating, but frequent enough, right? Like new sets are coming out, we get OP kits. There's new data, new figures coming out all the time, and it's I can understand it being just incredibly time-consuming, which is great at the beginning, and then it could just hit you pretty hard a year into it. Speaking of this, a little bit of experience only with Rock Online. That's kind of what I dealt with with, um, like when we had all the dials online, or we were trying to keep up with all the units for people to play. It's just got so overwhelming trying to do all of that consistently, and day and day day to day stuff. So that's why it's very important that we get this becomes like a community thing, like you're saying. Like we try to build the best database that WizKids or HeroClix could offer, because goodness knows we need it with how many HeroClix there are. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I've i already really, you know, I've I made a number of posts I just posted today. The site has really benefited tremendously from the work that uh, Corey and Brad has done on the artwork front. Um, the, you know, when it's 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 a little sad when you go to look at a unit and there's nothing there but boy it really sings when you see some of the art and now that you can pick your you and customize your your team um cover photo or cover image oh it looks so it looks so nice 
And, you know, and, and I, that is not my skill set at all. And so I'm ha so happy those guys are helping out. Um, and, and so if we can, if we just, I, I, if we just continue to build the community, share the data, I don't even care if it's tied to HC units. If somebody comes along and builds something better, that's amazing. I'll be the first person to use it. Um, and I, I have no squabbles. Like I, I see it, I see us as a community, we're all winning. If something, if somebody's building a great tool for everybody to use. I just realized I could change that. You know, I'm just kind of learning <laughs> the more of the site here as like we're talking and man, I'm, I'm super excited. I just learned how to change the cover photo on my team. Oh man, yeah. When I when I saw I could print, it would automatically print my build sheet and fill it out. I was like, oh man, <laughs> like I'm in love. <laughs> yes, that was huge. And oh my god, um, yeah. <laughs> the site that the site that was shut down early this year, he had managed to do that, and. Uh, it it was great, and um, man, I I was certainly glad to see you do that. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, rule number one about uh, is build stuff that I'm going to use myself. And uh, I had a tournament that week. I'm like, I could spend I could spend you know half a day figuring out how to do this, or I could be I could spend an hour typing it all into a into a you know new doc i'm like hmm which one makes more sense to do so I, right. I was i was thrilled when i got that working right so i you know i actually haven't clicked that button yet um oh it's 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 beautiful well I, <laughs> um so i think well i have the, another one for you dan if I, you don't mind well i, I think tried, well i wanted to make snuck one, another feature in for you i wanted uh, to, i wanted to, i did want to add one comment was your line four that says HC units ID and the team name? Um, you probably you might want to have an option for us to like. I guess I could delete it from here on Excel manually, but for folks that don't have access to Excel, um, for nationals, um, they'll they'll make us scratch that out. Oh, will they? All right. Yeah. So the because the I'm trying to remember the the gentleman's name, and I feel bad I don't remember his name. Um, that had the other uh, Cerebro. Uh -huh. I, I don't know if you remember Cerebro or not. I do. Um, yep. And because it had like you know printed from Cerebro or whatever, and yeah. that, I took that as my build sheet to nationals last year. And they approved it, but they made me scratch it out. Um, huh. And weird. Um, they're like, they gave some a valid reason. I forget what it was at the time, um, but uh, I did have to scratch that out. So huh, that's uh, really strange. I'll I'll tell you the reason why I added that because uh, you know I, it's very it's very hard to connect the dots uh, when I when I put together these tournament pages. On who on wh who's playing what team, and so if I have an identifier in there, I can just fire it, load it up, uh, and find that that uh, that team build much easier, so that I don't have to go and manually do it myself. So, but you know, it, maybe I need to add an option to to remove it. I'm still trying to find a way to get people to to use it and actually share their teams because I think it's a little too easy to 
to hide your teams and not share them. Um, you know, it, it actually brings, you know, one of the, one of the things I wanted to say is how much you guys have been an inspiration to this site. Uh, and, and Daniel, I think I mentioned this to you earlier, but you know, I love your philosophy of sharing information. Um, and, and so the, be having a tool where we can effect, effect, yeah, effectively share teams with each other, um, post them online, uh, you know, iterate with one another. I, I, that's, that's been, you know, you guys inspired me to do that because I, I give you guys so much credit for, uh, actually like publicly talking about the teams that you play just before you do them. I know that's a really hard thing to do and you're giving up some competitive advantage in doing so. Um, but you, you really, the community benefits tremendously from, from that transparency that you guys are providing. So. I just yeah. want to say thank you. Oh no, you're welcome. That's that. That's been that was that's been my philosophy, you know, with the podcast since since the day I started uh, with it. So, um, yeah, uh, starting to play Hero Clicks during the War of Light um, era was very hard. In hindsight, um, lots of things were obscured uh, at that time. But uh, yeah, no, thank you for that, Clay. That's 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 what we're here for. That's what that's what we love about the site. Now I'm looking at my team that I'm playing with, and it's still currently listed as unlisted, because um, I realize I'm not done with it because I still have ten points to do something with now. <laughs> uh, um, so let me look through the the questions here. Um, uh, so are you going to nationals? Are you coming to Gen Con, Clay? I am still on the fence about Gen Con. I'll be honest. Uh, Gen Con was not my favorite convention to go to. I really liked Origins a lot. Sure. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, it's it's kind of at a it's at a tough time of year. It's like my kids start school a little bit earlier than a lot of other places. And uh, but but I, I, I'm I'm trying to figure out how I can swing it. Really, really looking forward to Worlds, though. I'm not going to miss that, you know, for anything. Sure. Yeah, no, Worlds is going to be great. Um, yeah, no, it's one of those things, like, I think even though Origins is a bit further for us by, like, uh, about two hours, um, man, just the, I think that the downtown of that little area where Origins is at is just slightly edges out Gen Con, um, even though Gen Con has a, or Indianapolis has a really great downtown as well, but um, that North Market they're, probably edges it out. They're both great. Yeah, I I really like the. I, they just have so much more space, so much more food options in the in the Columbus area. And honestly, you know, you know, I'm telling you the truth. I'm I'm a Wolverine, so if if I'm talk if I'm saying positive things about Columbus. You know, uh, you know it's got to be it's got to be true, and it pains me to say so. But, is that a uh, is that a hockey nice. is that a hockey reference or like a, <laughs> a, a Michigan? It's a Michigan reference, I think, is it not? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I went to University of Michigan, and uh, the big mm -hmm. rivalry is with OSU. Gotcha. Yeah, I, we're not. Uh, yeah, I don't. Sorry, know. sorry. Yeah. I, I, the first thing that went through my hot, the first thing that went through my mind when you said, "Are you a Wolverine?" I'm like, does. When you get, <laughs> it, what, I was like, when you get discarded, 
from the hand or destroyed at a location, do you gain plus two power and go to another location? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I, I, that's funny. I didn't even think about that, and I don't know why I didn't. Uh, yeah. Then has, has, Wiz, has WizKids made a million of you? And there's just sometimes you're meta, sometimes you're hot garbage, but you always charge flurry? <laughs> yeah. And blades. Yep. Blades. blades. Yep. Sometimes exploit. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a valid one. I I do think I did I did mention this earlier this year. I do think that the Wolverine design has finally coalesced into something that resembles what Wolverine should actually be. And laying in bed looking at a photo. No, for the meme <laughs> one. Well, no, so I I think it came about with the 2020 set, the Fantastic Four one, and I would say I didn't quite understand that at that point. Right, it's just the don't die aspect. I think so. Uh, that one's really hmm. hard to convey. Right, like they do the regen is free, and but you know that doesn't he could still be KO'd. Right, like Wolverine should be extremely, extremely hard to KO, and he should be constantly moving. And I, I think they really got that um, design now that, captured now that really well. Now that you're mentioning it, I would argue Wolverine is not hard to KO because I feel like he dies, quote unquote, dies a lot. And he just regens back, like he's turned into like a skeleton, and he just comes back, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, you know, it, that makes sense, right?" But he's not out from the fight, right? Like he's sort of easy to incapacitate, but then he comes back. Like, yeah, yeah, every time. So, but I think you know it, it makes sense, right? The ones where he's KO'd, uh, except for when his when he's not KO'd, except for when all of his teammates are gone. You know that makes sense because Wolverine would probably just sadly kind of walk off the battlefield like okay maybe he should just like gain immune and, and for like two turns and then come back on a click or something ooh. Like, no ooh, yeah then he'd have to add like can't be masterminded too but yeah well yeah i'm just saying it's, it's an idea yeah. i like that i like that immune um clay that's the kind of wolverines we know about <laughs> yeah i i uh you know they tell you to know your audience and I, I I think I lost sight of that for a second. That's okay. I, I was with I was with you, Clay. I know where you. Yeah, I, me too. <laughs> I, I yeah, I did not at all. No, not even close. <laughs> no, not even close. Um, so, all right. Well, let's see. What other questions did we get about the? Uh, so we let's see. Uh, Jack and Jesse and V six one six. He answered his question and. Um, McConnell's question I think is a good one um, what do you see as the future of HC units yeah you... um, I, sorry were you going to say something no no I was like so where do you see it in a, where do you see it in like yeah. a year right yeah there's a few things that I'm really excited about um, and I, I give a huge like credit to, to Brad because I think he inspired me on this but I really want to flesh out the functionality around tournaments um you know i i think you know i've heard a number of people say ah oh, you know the the win although it provides good functionality also you know 
leaves a little bit to be desired. It hasn't hasn't improved significantly in the last few years. Um, and so what I'd really like to do is make it much easier for people to create their own tournaments within the site. Um, I'd love to make it so that people, you know, I, my dream is that people build their teams on, on HC units, bring them to the tournament, share them with the judge. The tool automatically does, you know, the, the build verification for you. The, the, and then the judge just adds it to the tournament and all of those and, and, and all of the different the rounds the results everything is automatically logged and, and and for us as the community we can just go back and see you know watch the you know kind of like run through the the tournament itself within the site um, all the meanwhile being able to see the team see the see the units and all of that data uh, that's I think one of the next big directions I'm taking uh, I'm also planning on adding uh, a, a number of social features to it. Uh, I, I think I had initially shied away from doing things like liking teams and and being able to comment on others. But you know, it goes back to the comment I made around being nervous about moderation. Um, but I think it's necessary in order for people to be able to to promote what is actually really useful to them what they think is doing well um and ultimately it goes back to the you know sharing data and letting us know what is going well what people are excited about what um seeing it being able to see trends and uh um you know and build more effective teams more easily what i um when i was thinking about uh doing a site similar to yours uh, primarily the the build social aspect of it um, I thought of it from the aspect of some of the more popular, like uh, video games, like uh, competitive ones, like League of Legends. Those type of games have build websites where they show, "Here's how I play this champion. Here's how I line up all his skills and abilities." And then they do like a, a "Here's the items I get them," and then they actually have like a build uh, explanation, like "This is how I would play. This is how I play the team." So when it comes to the future, like I, I would have a laundry list of what I think are pretty good ideas. But the one similar to what you're talking about for social aspect is having the flexibility of uh, a section where players, I think, could explain the team a little bit more. Um, basically detailed, not just because I know you could do that a little bit. Uh, you Like people are doing it now when it comes to... Uh, like team names, and you could see they add a trait. Uh, yeah, you know, when you look at some of these names, the yeah, description, team description. Yeah. Have it basically where you, you can, when you add the like system, uh, because uh, one of the things I thought about when doing a, a website like this was worrying about someone like flooding the website full of builds that may not be theirs, but they wanted their names to be out there, or it's just a, there's too many builds, and it's really hard. You, it kind of gets blind. People get blind to it because there's just so many. Yep. And so that's where, like, you're talking about a, a like system or a system of, oh, well, this is a good build. It should be top rated, right? You see that on a lot of websites, toply rated yep. ones. And I think that's where I, I, I put that to an effort level. How you, how you separate um, Joe Schmo, uh, John Smith from copying Daniel Powell's team who just won and being the first one. You know, Dan's w won the tournament. He sees it, he runs the HC units, puts it up, and he's like, I'm gonna, you know, maybe I'm gonna be a top rated guy, is also 
uh, the, that's where you add in the the notes, the description of where the person who built the team is going to be able to describe how the team works the most. And so those who put the most effort and time into just instead of just blindly putting four apocalypses on a team, the ones who build out the team and then is able to describe it to kind of put it out there. And I don't know if this is functionality down the road that could work with also HC maps, since they kind of, you know, you have probably flexibility of both where you could actually show, okay, here's the team. Here's a typical starting position I might do. Um, here's maps I might want to, I know you could put maps on there, but, uh, you know, basically I, what I envisioned was not only do I build the team, I explain how the team works within the build as best as I can without visual aspects. And I understand it depends on matchups, but you can even describe matchups. They do that. If you look at some of the popular league websites, like I think one of the bigger ones back when I played decade ago was called MOBA Fire. And they have that in there where it's like, oh, well, a, a team that might counter you is this. This is how you should handle it. Um, that is something I've wanted for Heroclix for a long time because that's what we provide as a podcast, essentially. But we can't cover everything. And we can't cover it of, oh, I'm building the team. This is how I'm going to counter or I'm mentally preparing for everything. But I feel like that's what a lot of players that are trying to learn the game want to get into the meta need to know. It's one thing to take a cookie-cutter build and say, oh, I'm going to play 300-point Apocalypse, and I'll just do that. But they might see a team, they a cool Guardians of the Galaxy team, and think, oh, I want to play that. That's cool. But have no idea how to play it. And maybe there's not a video out there, right? Some players don't want to show how they do things. Maybe a lot of tournaments are streamed. Even if they're streamed, goodness knows you can't figure out exactly what's going through their head. But that's one aspect I've always wanted with a website, some sort of, here's a build, but here's me explaining as best as I can how the build works uh, from a rudimentary, fundamental standpoint. Well, you know what? I have some great news for you. <laughs> <laughs> In the, I, I actually added something just like that about a week ago. And, uh, uh -huh. and, and, and so if you go to the team build, uh, you, there's two buttons in the, in the header. And the one on the big red button on the left is your notes, and it'll bring up a rich text editor. And I found this amazing open source library that made this super easy. And you can even drop in videos. It, so you can <laughs> you could drop in images, you could drop in videos. And because I totally agree with you, I think it's a great idea, and I would love to see people flesh that out. And if you if you're perusing teams, I even added a little icon. So if you go to the uh, explore button at the top and then hit teams and then i think if you drop down the show more button you, right now if you go and look on the the you'll see a hulk smash meta and there's a little icon in the lower right hand corner of that uh that card and that indicates that 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 team has notes so you can navigate to it and you can pull it up and see what somebody's written about their team so there you go yeah and it's uh, it's all a rich text editor, so you should be able to, you know, add all sorts of good stuff in there. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I I haven't done a good job of advertising it, but hoping that a few, you know, uh, great people like yourself start taking advantage of it and, and share more data. Um, now I know one question, and I want to make sure that it's not already on there, but people have proper probably already asked. Um, 
dark mode when? Mm. <laughs> I know that these are set yeah. and done. 100%. It is a tough one. I, I thought about it. The problem is all these icons are... It, you basically have to... You can't just invert the colors. You have to mm -hmm. create exactly. all new icons, and it, it ends up just becoming a giant pain in the butt to do. Um, stuff that, you know, that looks good uh in in the normal in the normal mode looks just atrocious particularly like you know team abilities and some of these um little minor icons just looks horrible so yeah probably not coming too soon unfortunately sorry that was a tough one no, nothing sense. wrong with that I, yeah. I i think this is the one the one site where i may actually not mind dark mode actually um, or sorry, the the whatever the non dark mode is called, um, normal mode, light mode, light mode, big, uh, you know whatever. <laughs> um, but it just it looks good. Um, I but yeah, you know it was funny we uploaded uh, we updated to the new Outlook at work, and um, they don't they didn't allow us to turn on dark mode, um, and I was I was very sad. Um, so, all right. Um, I do like the notes. I, you know, I'm not Clay. You know, I'm. You, I know you're doing the bulk of the talking today, and that's because I am sitting here learning, relearning everything that I knew about HC units and learning to use it better. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm super duper excited. Um, actually, so <laughs> um, well, let's flip it around. I have, I have a question for all of you guys. Yep. Um, maybe okay. you know, I, I think Alex, you just answered it, but I'm curious to hear from the others. What are the features that you'd like to see the most? Because um, I think the best ideas that I've had have actually come from other people, and I I love getting feedback. You know, the I think that's how we ultimately arrive at a better solution a better product and so i would love to hear from you guys you're the experts uh at this game what do you what are the things that you want to see what do you think you need to to make your team building experience more effective well i wanted a rarity search you added that already <laughs> in the last little bit and the pulp the pulp format on there that was i wanted that that was great uh so thanks for that uh, my pleasure um I don't know off the top of my head. Those were the things I was looking for, and they were there before I knew it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, like, I tell you, what what I was thinking with what Alex was saying is a, with your, uh, with your text editor and team notes and that kind of stuff, right, is like, you know, Pat has, you know, done a great job with the, you know, Majestics and the Apex Insiders and all that stuff. And it's been a really a big go-to resource for years. Agreed. And, um, but I think if you have some sort of crowd-sourced function uh, with the some sort of voting or something like that, um, if you have like a crowd-sourced article writing almost with these team builds, mm. that that's pretty neat, right? Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I was alluding to. Yeah, I think Very that's what you were getting at. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I was, but I was, yeah, I just wanted to frame it up that way. Um, yeah, 
the way the way I saw it. Uh, sorry, Dan. Uh, not to take away from yours. Uh, I viewed it as a. You know the 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 players who play the team and win with them obviously deserve every accolade they get. But a lot of quite a few of the times they aren't the person who helped make the team. Mm-hmm. Um, the team builders themselves. There are quite a few team builders who may just not be the best players, but are the one the the masterminds behind the craziness. And not that they want necessarily recognition, but some sometimes they do deserve it. Um, and I think that's where this type of resource could be there, where they they're able to put out their team, they're able to put in the effort into making a guide, into making a how-to, a tutorial, whatever, and then that being recognized and say, oh, this is an amazing team that um, Mr. Robot made on HC units, and this is how you play it. So this is an this is a Mr. Robot team. Like that's something I think. Heroclix could definitely use because there's definitely a lot of people out there who just make amazing teams and they're just like, oh, well, I just can't go compete. But I love making these teams and playing locally and being able to get that, not necessarily recognition, but sort of, right? Like being able to put it out there and put it, the effort in, even if they're not able to compete as well as they want to. That's a really great idea. And I, I, I really like it. Um, I will. I, I think you're you're right. You're totally onto something. We need to provide better tools for the most motivated people um, to to build those teams, but then also to share them and to get credit. And, um, and I, I, you're right. Like right now, you know, you, you automatically show up on the home page is just by building a team. It's going to fall off after five other teams have been made. Mm-hmm. But you know, a way of allowing others to, uh, you know, recognize those very well-constructed teams, well-thought-out teams, and um, make sure that they stay relevant. I think is a great idea. And that could follow through later with the actual players themselves. If I took a team and I was like, "This is Dan's team." Um, you know, he made it for me, blah, 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 blah. I won everything. Sorry, Dan, I beat you in finals, but, you know, I won it all. Like, being able to say, well, this was Dan's team, let's put that on the build website. So that way, you know, because you yeah. do have a section on there for, like, tournament results, right? And mm-hmm. so you click on the tournament results, you see the build. So being able to say, okay, this, you know, Alex won this tournament with this, and he, you know, he acknowledges this was Dan's team. Like, this is a, right. a Dan-type build. So that way it's like, hey, everyone kind of gets a, a piece of the pie that, you know, uh, he dro- Alex drove the team, but Dan's the one that helped create it, right? Because that's kind of what Heroclix is, is all about teamwork. And, like, that's why there are Heroclix teams in general. Yeah. It's because we all work together. That's why there's podcasts. So Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, maybe we need, uh, like, a you know, allow collaborators for a team, not just to, you know, have teams correspond to a single owner. I think that's a good insight. That would also help with the kind of redundancy you might get in a lot of teams mm-hmm. out there is um, even though someone might make it, because you, you are going to ultimately have, you know, maybe me on the East Coast, I make this certain team, and then someone in Texas makes the same team. Like, we didn't talk to each other we neither of us knew the other person existed <laughs> making this team 
but we both did. Like that's going to happen a lot, probably. Um, it would be one way of helping, uh, I guess, a little bit with the notoriety. Is like, okay, this person used it in one, and this is where he's he said he got the team. Like, yep. there's a little bit of a trust system there, but the only yeah. um, I like it. The only suggestion I have, which I know would be harder to do because it would have to change kind of how the website runs a little bit is like I said, Clay, you and I, I could talk to you for hours <laughs> on this. Uh, oh, I, I appreciate it. I love, I love the feedback. Uh, drag and drop. Um, uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, that one would be a very difficult one, but I always thought of the idea of saying, pulling up Batman team. Here's all the, uh, you know, all the figures on the left, being able to click it drag it, throw my team build onto the right. So simple. It's a UI thing more than anything. It is. Uh, I don't think I have the right framework to do that. Right. I could look into it. Um, I, you know, I, I think it works really well on like tablet mobile mm -hmm. use cases. And it's, it's really a very different paradigm on desktop, which, you know, I'm more of a desktop user. And I think you can see that's why that it does kind of lean towards catering to the desktop folks. Uh, uh, I think something's... Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, the that only was... other question that we got, Jason, was, uh, or Clay, was uh, collection. Um... Oh, yeah. I thought that was a great idea. I, like, I love the idea of, yeah, you add what units you have to the site. You tell the site what you have. And then if the site gets smart enough to be able to tell you, hey, you know, you have this unit and this is really popular and maybe, you know, you throw it all together into a team. Give the give the unit builder some hints on what type of team you want to build and let the and, and then let, you know, have have the team have HC units provide you some suggestions. I think that's very interesting. Um, I, I don't think we're quite there yet. Uh, you know, certainly, like being able to add in your collection would be a would be a good start. I, but I, I like it. Making it smarter is a great idea. Oh no, that sounds like a chat GPT thing. <laughs> chat oh. GPT, build me Heraclix team to win worlds. Hey, maybe that'll be the that'll be the winner next year. But hey, I mean, on that similar vein, uh, I like the idea of saying. These are the parameters I want on my team. Like, I want to make sure I have at least one prop. I want to make sure I have yep. one outwit. This and that. And then going to build figures, uh, like choosing a keyword, and it's suggesting, hey, here's some characters with that keyword you've selected that have these powers on their starting clicks. Instead of having to go through every set for every keyword and trying to figure out, okay, is it is it this one? Is it that one? Who's even? Oh, I forgot that uh, this guy has perplex because it's built into a special power, right? So the, those, all of these, I'm thinking are obviously like way down the line type of things, but that's kind of like what you're talking about with the uh, not AI exactly, but you know, tool assisted team building. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be very interesting. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe we could start by adding a a chart like we do with the for the uh, um, 
the sets themselves that kind of show power distribution. We could, mm -hmm. we could probably do that for teams as well. That, that would answer like your question around, oh, do I have prob, do I have outwit, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, real quick, I wanted to touch on the Spider-Man Play at Home Kit um, special. Spider-Man one? The, the, no, the Avengers 60. Um, and because we forgot to mention this on our set review. Um, Did we? I thought we talked about them. Uh, did we? I don't know. Well, then maybe it just bears repeating that, oh my gosh, OMG, the terrain markers are giving you standard powers for zero points. Okay, no, we we talked about the figures and the, and the play at home kits. We did not talk about what came yeah. in the play at home kits. Yeah. Because that's, that's another thing that... Um, that's another thing that's always a pain that uh, needs to probably be at. There you go, Clay. Another suggestion is um, one of the hardest things right now. If you're a hero, new HeroClix player, even if you're a seasoned HeroClix player, trying to figure out where the hell all this non-standard terrain comes from mm. and what exists out there is incredibly difficult. Like us talking about this. I have no clue what's in the play at home kits because I'd, I'd have to go look at a Scott Porter video and he didn't even open all of it. He didn't like pop them all out. So I have to go find, did someone open it and put it up yeah. somewhere? I, w I was trying to figure out where the two by two block came from. We couldn't remember if it was the Peter or the Miles play at home kit, right? Uh, I finally went up going on the WizKids website and they had a picture broke down of what came in it, and that's how I found it. <laughs> on their oh, on their uh, shopping site, yeah, it, shopping site now. Yeah, as it didn't tell you anywhere where it came from. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, you know, I I think when I busted it out when I initially got the Spider Man stuff, I think I actually had to go and put it all in a spreadsheet just to keep track of where it came from for that very reason. Um, yeah, it's you know, it's I find it really disappointing that they didn't put unit like collector numbers on that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I I I don't know why they haven't. You know everything else they're so good at uh, at assigning, you know, a, a collector code to, and but for some reason they didn't do it with that. I, I mean, I'm curious to hear or to see where we are a year from now because if they put it out at the same rate, we're going to be swimming in it. Right. I mean, they've got to be running out of ideas with it, right? <laughs> like, there's only so much you could do with four different terrain, four terrain types three train type four and different sizes like eventually mathematically you're going to run out of things outside of adding like you said this the special powers but um but yeah so dan you do you have listed what's what well you know what i was i was looking and i was like well as i was thinking clay probably doesn't have his in hand yet because it's not on i don't unfortunately yeah and I realized that my factory set is downstairs, uh, which is not in my hands. Uh, we need to get, give it. We can. We can. No, we can talk about well, other I, stuff. You run downstairs. No, again. I. It might be well, shot. No, I was. Well, I was thinking it is in realms. There's the one that um, the heart-shaped herb 
right? That's the one where you just heal. Uh, power action heal if you're on top of it or adjacent to it um, and then there's uh, another one I think it's the chain link fence that just gives you energy shield deflection by being on what? top of it okay see like I had no clue these existed I knew I think I knew the the healing one because that was previewed somewhere yeah, you know what? That was the Scott Porter video. Yep. It was. Yeah. So I tell but you not what. Not the electric fence. Um, I'll go. Let me go. You know what? You're right. I might need to go downstairs and. Uh, yeah, grab, go for it. We can. We can. Real quick. So I'll, I'll give you all a question to answer. Um, and uh, I tell you what, uh, Jason. I tell you what, uh, you since you've been doing it at our store uh, this week, mm -hmm. you're going to be doing it next week. Uh, Brad wants to talk a little bit about Pulp. Um, so why don't you talk about what we played at Pulp this week and you get talk with the guys about Pulp while I run downstairs real quick. Okay. Yeah, so we decided to have a Pulp event uh, at the local store this week. Um, we had a, a, a returning player that hasn't been around since uh, the pandemic, and he had messaged me and wanted to get back into the rules. And... and uh, yeah, I wanted to kind of keep it simple, uh, so that's what we decided to do, and that's that's something that was achievable for him to build a team with what he had. Um, was the was this pre or uh, was this before they this got is, rid of Molly or after? This, this, this is post that, so there okay, was no okay. there was no it was after the clarification article had come out. Um, so uh, me and Dan and uh, Zach and then our returning player, we were, we were afraid four of us there playing. Um, Dan had brought uh, 100 point Deathstroke from Batman Team Up. He had uh, the 100 point uh, Beyonder from Avengers 60. He had a 50 point Blue Marvel. Uh, and then he had that 50 point uh, unique Scarlet Witch from Avengers Forever, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I, had, um, I had the Avengers 60 Doctor Strange. Rare, um, the Avengers Forever 25-point Black Panther. Um, I had uh, the 100-point Avengers 60 Hulk, the Rare non-prime. Uh, the Falcon from Avengers 60. He's real good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty awesome. Um, and then I had uh, the uh, War of the Realms uh, Scarlet Witch, a 30-point one that can carry. That is much better than the Avengers 61, like I told Tyler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't believe me, but anyway, um, it seemed like I had something else too, and I forget off the top of my head what it was now. Um, anyway, so we had a lot of fun. It was a ton of fun to play. Like, I very much enjoyed it. Um, I got a lot of people. I got people that haven't that's kind of lapsed playing locally, and I told them about what it is, and they're really gung ho about it right now because a lot of the problem was. Really expensive to keep up with, you know. Yeah, uh, and there a lot of them just they're just kind of tired of all the other bullshit that comes with modern, right? Tarot cards, equipment, blah 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 blah. blah. Well, you know, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. this is this is just kind of simple. Get in your get in your face and punch each other stuff, right? So they're excited about that. So I think I've got like I don't know five seven people coming next week, which is way more than we usually have. So. Hmm. It's uh, it's it's working it's working uh, real good so far, uh, to get people excited about coming back and playing some 
they haven't played in quite some time. Clay, have, has your area or uh, you guys uh, taken a look at Pulp, embraced it? I don't know what uh, Pat has planned. We haven't. Uh, you know, um, although I'm not necessarily the best person to ask <laughs> at the moment, um, I, it's, I keep joking with folks. I feel like I spend all my time thinking about Hero Clicks and none of my time playing it, uh, at least in the last six months. But uh, I'm really excited about Pulp. I think it's a great format. You know, with I have I have some kids. They're like 13, 11, and and nine, and they're they love playing Hero Clicks with me. And and so I I look at it. I often look at the game through their eyes, and I think Pulp is such an amazing format for them because all of the extra mm -hmm. stuff is so intimidating. And so you you know you know talk about like uh, making the game more accessible to new players. You you brought up the, the the idea of returning players. I think that's totally spot on. There's a whole bunch of people coming out of the pandemic that are that are interested mm -hmm. in playing again. And you know the the I, a format that allows more people to be, to to explore the game to kind of pick up where they left off without having to go all the way in. Um, yeah, you know, is is a great idea. It's it's just accessible for people. Totally. I mean, we know we know how expensive like the modern age meta is like right now. Like four hundred dollar Carnage Silver Surfers and 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 all this stuff, you know. And like you can just this, the stuff you can play with in pulp. It's like it's stuff that people are leaving on the tables at battle royals, right? Because they don't want it. Because there's there's don't you know there's just so much of it and. Like it's it's great that that stuff have a can have a purpose now. Like, like there's so many things you never, you never would have gave a second look at playing probably, and now you can move like, oh, I mean, I could use this or do this, and um, I don't know. I just think it's really exciting. Like, um, yeah, like I, I never would I never probably would have played that hundred point Hulk anymore. But man, he was really fun to play. Like, yeah. I mean, I probably and, never would have played Beyonder or even Deathstroke. Because Deathstroke's kind of fringe and modern, but I mean he's super good in pulp. Yeah, and and all the uh, credit, like you know what Chris is trying to do with uh, Chris Cottrell with Popper, mm -hmm. um, it very similar uh, concept, um, just not with the rares, which is kind of which was always my biggest, well, I guess, I critique of it, like. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think the rares brought back a little bit more of the power and the strategy of, uh, to it a little bit mm -hmm. more. And a little, not that Popper didn't, but it added that little extra layer of complexity, which is nice. Yeah, and and, and taking away the, the team up cards and like Molecule Man, that was like spot on thing to do. Um, in my opinion, they did a good job choosing to do that. Yeah, I, I'm super pumped for for Pulp. I hope it becomes a, a a pop. I mean, it already sounds like it's being well received, like from the community. Yeah, like a lot of people seem excited about it. They're already doing a tournament at nationals, so I'm hoping there's more tournaments, a bigger tournament at Worlds or something, just to kind of drive more people because the game is significantly complicated. And like just trying mm -hmm. to explain the game to a new person, you probably like if even if you're like sitting at a con, right? Like how to reach out to players, new players, trying to introduce new people to the game of HeroClix 
is pretty insane, especially if they want to play competitively. Mm-hmm. Like if they don't want to just take the game home and just play on their kitchen table, they want to be able to like, yeah, I want to be able to go out and play this at my local. It's like, well, right. yeah, like rough. Yeah, like it's just it's so much more accessible for people, especially if they don't know how deep they want to get into it. Like, or even if they just don't have the money to keep up with it, like it's just. I mean, like the most expensive pole team can't be that expensive, right? No, I mean, like, I mean, it's going to be the maps. I mean, it's going to be the maps that probably define some of the, the the cost with it. But even so, you're looking at like you know more than. Golly, I'm gonna say the upper end of a pulp team's a hundred dollars, if it's even that much. Like, and like, what, like, what's your modern team running like dollar wise? What do you think? Uh, well, depending on the cost of Carnage Surfers, right? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, if ballparking. You, yeah, I mean, if you use the current completed cost, you're looking at uh. Don't forget that ten points. <laughs> yeah. So without that last ten points, you're probably. I mean, I mean, you're, I'm I'm almost at two grand. Yeah. Now, now somebody comes in and they're interested in getting a competitive play, and you tell them that they like, you know, these, these teams are like two thousand dollars floating around here. What that doesn't that turns people off, like yeah. you know. And if you can say, well, we're gonna, this is what we're doing locally. This is what we're playing all the time. You can get into this for like. You oh, know, shit. yeah. There's no way it's not forty, fifty bucks. Yeah, like oh, there's no way that there, there's no way this team's a, not two grand now. Gully, that's to that's a little bit sad. I'm I might need like, to hire uh, an armed guard to bring me around. Gen right time. now, let me yeah. let me let me ask you. This is kind of a sidebar relating to this. Does that spell the health of the game? Like, is it not? I mean, it sucks for us as players that it's going up, but the fact that figures yeah. are highly sought after because you look at magic right magic is immensely popular and their meta teams cost a lot more than probably a meta hero no they team. they errated her before she even got to get played funny um yeah true, true. Good. That, that's a good one <laughs> um but you know it, it's like significantly higher than hero click so for me it's like i hate that it's this way because we're used to being able to afford things but at the same time in my head i'm like well if they're going for those prices that means there's more sellers like there's more buyers out there right like, it's, it's good and bad it's good yeah. and bad right the good side of it right it, it should show how hungry people are to play because you're not just, really... you're just not just dropping 400 dollars on a carnage surfer because you don't want to play hero clicks just to go look at him on a shelf probably because I, I feel like two years ago, or even less, I mean, it was hard trying to sell figures. Like, it, it was yeah. hard to try to get what we felt like was good market value for figures. It was bad. Like, there was key figures that you're like, this should be at least 100 bucks, And it's like, no, it's going for 50 Because yeah. it's just, there's, there's nothing. Because you couldn't, pl- yeah, you just couldn't play. Like, what was the point of spending that money on it when you couldn't sit down at a table and play with it? Right. Like, and now that's coming back. And uh, it's showing in the prices. Exactly. All right. So, so I, I was going to try to answer your question here by, you know, plugging my site. There's actually one of the advanced search options is a lot that allows you to search for popularity within teams. And uh, so I was going to tell you what were the most popular pulp 
uh, well, yeah, let's, let's hear it. Yeah. So, but it actually it looks like I have a bug and it's kind of broken. But but I actually figured <laughs> out how to. But I can give you something close to the to the data because if I if I add a couple other options, um, wait, wait, actually, wait 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 before you do, yeah. can, can we sure. each give one guess? I want each per. Uh, yeah, well, that sounds fun. Let's do Clay, it. Clay, have you looked at it yet? Like, are you able to I, give a I, guess? I am not. I'm going to have to be the judge on this one. Okay, I already, okay. I already know okay. the answer. Oh, it's got to be. Your... It's got to be Molecule Man. Oh um, well, that's well. I'm, I'm going to say Blue Marvel. Yeah, Blue Marvel is going to be close. Um, oh, um, shoot. Who am I? Who am I blanking on now? Uh, that would probably go on like every team. Oh man, I presented this question and did not realize I don't have my own answer. Uh, <laughs> I'd probably go Party Thor. He's pretty popular. That's a pretty good one. Mm. All right, here's the answer. So Molecule Man is actually number one, even though he really shouldn't be on the list because so, he's actually banned. So Dan, why don't you take another? Why don't you take a second guess? <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not allowed to guess at this point because I, uh, I, I I found out how to look for it on the website. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the the top one beyond that is actually Kazar. Interestingly. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 I can get how. Yeah. Now I'm not sure if that. That might be biased from all the modern teams where he pairs so well with Scarlet Witch, so I think he may be a little bit different in Pulp. Uh, Deathstroke is after that, and then uh, yeah. Aunt May, interestingly enough. Huh, um, okay. And then, then we got Blue Marvel, Teen mm -hmm. Lantern, Manifold. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Manifold's good piece. Uh, uh, Wanda, Wanda Maximoff. Yeah. 19 Defend. That, that's a pretty tough nut to crack. In uh, you know, with with all the with, with in, the, in the pulp format, we got the brain. I thought that was a very interesting. Mm, yeah. One. yeah, yep. The I piece, we're, the piece we're trying to get Tyler to play in modern. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Doctor Strange from Avengers Forever with the self TK. Yeah, oh, yeah that got, that got better. That got better. Yeah, people for, people forget he changed with the new rules because he can now TK himself out and then TK somebody. Yeah, it looks like people are really excited about the new Falcon. Um, yeah, because he's yeah he's gonna be a staple, I think. Yeah, because yeah, if you're not building theme, he's better than Kazar. It's just Kazar allows you to move, yep. and then people get to move. Falcon's better because you go further. Yep. But it, you know, people are still stuck on theme. Well, so if, he's Falcon, not gonna, he... Falcon has to carry somebody he shares a keyword with, or do his move thingy. Sure. Right. 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 Yeah, and he's not going to work too well with Scarlet Witch because you don't want to have her pop her rune right next to him after he moves her. Well, typically, um, typically you're still angling her afterwards. I thought he, I thought that she'll get placed right next to him. So she, she will, but then she can angle after that. She can so. angle after that. Well, well, not, see, not, not, not in pulp. Yeah. Not in pulp. Obviously, well, Scarlet Witch is not existing in pulp, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. That's a good point. All right, yeah. um, I have my Avengers 60 play-at-home kit. Okay. And so I don't know which one comes in which kit because it was just uh, all... Disappointment. It, it was all together in a baggie in the factory set. So, um, and for those wondering, I bought a 
one of the folks that won an Avengers factory set, Avengers 60 factory set. So, um, so the effect, uh, terrain is unique in the rule book. Brad Broyles brought that to my attention. So there's the heart shaped herb bush and characters occupying or adjacent to that terrain have power heal one click. Okay. And then you have the steel mess finching, steel mesh fencing which is characters in this terrain squares can use ESD, energy shield deflection. So that's cool. Just free. You get a power plus two defense, right? Now you have to move that terrain around or move your characters. So you have to do a little bit of work, but Venom Mags moves it for free. Um, no, I think what's interesting, sorry, Dan, I think what's yep. interesting is that it's also still hindering too. So you yeah. get the hindering bonus as well as the ESD. Yeah, because it's a two-by-two two hindering. And I should have... Yeah, and so is the heart-shaped herb bush. It's a two-by-two two hindering. Um, um, real quick, uh, it looks like the... The fencing is from Captain America's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so you, these come with cards. These are on cards, and you use the corresponding... Um, terrain marker from the kit. Mm -hmm. So there's actually a piece of terrain in here that's the heart-shaped herb bush. And there's and, no numbers on those cards. No, not that I see. No. They're just effect uh -huh. terrain. Yeah, no. No, nothing on no, the back. But the, but the train is named? So it's named heart shaped bush, or so is that just the card? The card <laughs> is called the the card is called the heart shaped herb bush. Okay, so that yep. that that would be the identifier, the, I guess. Yeah, is. the card enables the terrain. Okay, so you could just but play. You, saying, could, you could I'm, play I'm, this piece of terrain, right? Just like if this card didn't exist, right? This this terrain would still be a piece of terrain, just how it is. The addition of playing the uh, card with it makes it an effect terrain, and it's a it's a what size? A two by one, and so is two the fencing one. is also a two by one. Oh, I'm glad they got that herb word in there on the card. Um, I believe the herb, by the way, is Hulk. What's uh, the last? What's the last one that you have? It's the pool of lava terrain. Yes, so I'm... it's a one by one by one L shaped. Uh, and this is at the end of each player's turn, deal characters friendly to that character one penetrating damage if they occupy this terrain. So it's a way to self damage your characters. Uh, but you can also throw it at your opponent to make them disrupt their um, disrupt their formation. Yeah, so I think the lava pool came with Iron Man, if I'm reading realms correctly. I'm just looking here. I mean, there's nothing on these little pieces of cardboard that would give me any other indication. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just meaning for people at home that are trying to figure out which ones. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, just get all get all three of them. Get all three of them right. That's that's my message here. So. The one with the fencing doesn't have anything else too compelling on it, terrain-wise. The car piece of cardboard with the pool on it has a very cool one-by-one-by-one. One one. So th this terrain is ends up being a two-by-two, two, okay? 
but the elevated is a one by one by one with a, in the top right corner is a square of blocking. That's really hard to visualize. So it's a, an audio it's a, format. <laughs> right. So the two by two, right, is uh, a nor, uh, I would say it's a, you know, a northwest, northeast, southeast, north, You're southwest. You're this better. No, I'm not. It's a, it's a square divided into four squares, right? And you've got four pieces in there, right? Three of them are elevated, one of them blocking. Three of them are elevated, one of them are blocking. You got it, Jason. Oh, so they're mi missing, mixing and matching. That's what you're or saying. They're mixing and matching is what I'm trying to say. But it's That's also... Cool. What, what what level elevated is it? Is it's a, level a one? plus one. It's a plus a one. level two. It's a plus a one. Two. They're all plus one. Okay. So, but what's interesting is that blocking is on the lower elevation. So you block line of fire with that, right? So you could have the higher elevation and then block those lower lines of fire. Um like that with that piece of blocking um the point continues to be buy all three kits um and then what's and then they also come with legacy cards with them mm -hmm. and maps uh, well i'm not there i was going to get there i was going to get there so because i've got all the maps here too with me so uh there's a three by three patch of elevated Okay, that's significant. That it, that, Which one is that in? That's the one with the heart-shaped herb. <laughs> mm. So that's Hulk. So mm. that is, you know, I don't know. It, it obviously messes up like TK lines and, you know, that kind of stuff. But that that I think Alex just said it very plainly. That's a significant piece of terrain to change on a lot of maps. Uh, especially especially on the, with the smaller ones. Especially yeah. on the smaller ones. You got it. Um, so I know that the pictures of the maps have been published out there. I think Lucas did that. Um, but the... I mean, we get the smaller Ultron layer, the smaller yeah. Wakanda, um, and all these other maps that I'm looking at, this Council of Red Chambers, uh, the Avengers Tower. Is the Avengers Tower a reprint too? Probably. It's, I mean, it, I feel like we've had a million Avengers Towers. It feels but... like that one's a reprint. But like, all of these maps look to be super duper duper playable. Well, I guess they can't be reprints, right? Because well, they're smaller maps. They're the shrunk down version. They're shrunk down versions. Yeah, but we I think did this get Avenger one in Age of Ultron. I think this Avengers Tower is a reprint of one from like either Avengers Assemble. Uh, uh, looking at it, there was one in Age of Ultron and one in AVX. Uh, you know what? It's almost as if there was like a website that I could use. To yeah, look up, created. Did someone yeah. created. Um, I'll tell you which one it is here, real quick. Did they explain how it? Where it's probably in the rule book, and I just never played around with it. So when you put out elevated, uh, like this elevated marker, it's automatically one higher, right? That's right. Yeah, it's it's always plus one. Plus one. 
So when you put that, do it, does every side of the three by three have stairs? I'm assuming. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah. Uh, it's the AVX Avengers Tower shrunk down. Okay, so I guess that that would spell that they will not. They won't be going higher than two. Or lower. You know what I mean? Like, because if you put an elevated, has there been a time when you've gone like three to one? Yes, that no. happens. That, yes. that happens with, on, with stairs. That happens on maps. Yeah, that's not that's not an incredibly common thing, Alex. But that does happen. Okay. I never thought of one where it was stairs that went three to one. I know you can have them side by side. Yeah, I, I was thinking of a ladder of some there, sort. Yeah, there's been like, um, it was that map from the I think it was the the street. I think one of the street maps you went from three to one. Yeah, Danny, the street you go from three to one. Okay. Yeah. I just kind of I couldn't remember how it worked with that. So yeah, I see, I see it now. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the big thing I wanted to cover on the play at home kits was get them, and there are all the reasons why to get them. And it is on HC rounds and one of the in the dial thread. The dial list at the bottom, they do list the three unique terrains in which Kitty comes in. Which, once again, Steel Mesh Fencing, which is the ESD one, Captain America, Heart Shape Herb Bush Herb. is Hulk, Herb, and then Pool of Lava is Iron Man. So, and then yeah. they mentioned that for maps wise, Hulk has Wakanda Outdoor and Avengers Tower. They all have Avengers Tower. Um, they do indeed. Yes, Hulk has Wakanda Outdoor, or what should have been Wakakanda Outdoor. Um, Iron Man has Council of Red Chamber, and then Captain America has Shield Holding Facility on the other side. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, golly. I mean, they started doing the Play at Home kits in the middle of the pandemic. Was House of X the first one that we got with the Rogue and the reprint to Arthur's Castle? That sounds right. Man, you're talking about that was the end of 20, and now we're in the middle of 23. These things are fire. Like, they I, weren't to begin with, but they are now. Real. They are now. Yeah, since, since the Spider Man one, they are for sure. Yeah. Well, I would say the Batman one wasn't too bad either. I mean, what that had the, uh, what was it, the meme Shaggy in it? Yeah. It's once they started adding more than just a figure and a map. They realized that that wasn't enough. Well, they were also cheaper, weren't they? Yeah. Like, weren't they They've gone up bucks, in price 15? to 20. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, okay, 20, they got to make it worth your while. And they did so in a good way. Like you said, Spider-Man, we got the symbiotes, which was great because if you didn't pull one, it's like, oh, well, I just got to buy the Play at Home kit. And then they added the terrain which was huge as well, right? Because I don't want to spend $70 on a a minis game that I'm probably not using anyone from, maybe one person, but I don't have time to play the game, honestly. Like, I play Hero, Hero Clicks competitively. I typically don't take the time to play the scenarios. I know I hate saying that, but, like, I, I just don't have the time. So for me, being able to get enough terrain maybe it's not optimal but being able to get terrain markers in these 20 dollar kits 
is great. It's what I was hoping they were going to do anyway with like a terrain only package. Like buy yeah. your terrain, twenty bucks. Here's a bunch of terrain. So yeah. I like. I it. love it. Yeah, yeah I do too. Um. All right, so I want to get to folks' questions here as we round out the show tonight. Um, let me go through. Uh, I want to touch on Scott Crampton's question. Um, how good is the new Hulk Prime? Ooh, pretty good. Right? Very is, good. <laughs> isn't it crazy that we've got two rare primes back to back that are over a hundred dollars? I mean, good, right? Like once again, the reason why I love pulp is because it makes just rares better. Because that's the worst feeling, right? Like you go to the store, you buy the last two boosters, and you pull two rares, and it's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. all right, great. Like, what like, am I gonna do with these? But now yeah. you have a purpose. Like, but like recently, I bought a I bought a couple and I pulled a War Machine, and I'm like, cool, War Machine's an actual good rare because he's got the sideline effect. But now I'm looking at some of the others, and I'm like, oh, I mean, like yeah. I I pulled a. Uh, you know, Alex, this has nothing to do with how good the new rare Prime Hulk is. Right? No, it it does absolutely. Hold on a second. Um, then I pull like a tactical force, and I'm looking at him, and that that's okay. Well, it's it's the same with the prime brick, right? You used to get a prime brick, and it was always, oh, the common prime, the the uncommon was always just kind of so so. And then they moved all the primes, and then we got extra primes, and then the rare prime kind of became so so in certain sets where you're like, okay, this is just a, this is because typically the prime takes your chase slot in, in certain bricks. And so if you got a dud rare prime, that stinks. And fortunately, Hulk is the opposite. Um, he's a fantastic rare prime. As someone who's playing Avengers a lot, one, just having a 10-point Avenger is great. Like, there's nothing under, like, 20 points for Avengers. So having a 10-point Avenger is great. Having a 10-point Avenger that actually does a lot of stuff potentially does a lot of stuff is even better and in a world with molecule man that still exists he's even better better so yeah i think the big thing that the the big thing that makes him so good is dark phoenix like we skipped over this part of it in her in our her part of the review because it was like ooh, make sky tyrant our review was ooh, she makes sky tyrant attack a bunch uh well she also moves sky tyrant and hulk uh, half their speed values. Yeah. And Hulk breaks blocking and mm-hmm. can totally just clear out blocking for Sky Tyrant. Yep. And now, to be a, a, not a Debbie Downer, but like, yes, he still is a charge piece. Like, he is a charge 13 for 5 if you get him to top click, which is possible. But you're only paying 10 points for him, and he's only given up 10 points. Right, even he when does, he heals up, right, yeah. Right, it does take a prime slot. That's the biggest thing, because we, we got a lot of good primes. Like, you really have to decide, am I playing this Hulk or trying to fit Absorbing Man, Destroyer, <laughs> Mad Jim? Like, there's so many primes that are just good, mm-hmm. um, which is great for Heroclix, I feel like, right? Like, that's the point of primes, is that they are supposed to be incredibly powerful, but you're just limited to one. So, 
yeah, I love I love this Hulk. I still have to get one because he he's perfect for Avengers swap for the little bit that I probably have with it. But I'm pumped. Yeah. So yeah. Brute is insane. I mean, he's, he's just hyper hyper efficient, right? Like for yeah. ten points. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think it, even if he didn't heal, like the fact that the synergy with Dark Phoenix is so crazy. Uh, just, and, and a cloak, and a, you put a cloak on him, and and then flight, and then then the, the extra move to go through terrain markers, like that you're putting out. Yeah, he's a he's a floor colossus on steroids. Uh, well, I guess on whatever on gamma power. I mean, yeah, I mean. For ten points, there's nothing else that packs that kind of punch. Yeah, I yep. love that. A gamma, I mean, a gamma, a gamma, gamma, a gamma powered floor colossus. That is super exciting to call it that. Yeah, you play, you pay ten points and be like, all right, little guy, I hope you grow into something bigger, because you could back a wall up and surprise some people, and that's because he could very well. Obviously, he could just die. Like, yeah, he could. Like even getting him healed three or four clicks he's still a 17 invul and he just get blanked but is your mm -hmm. opponent really going to waste all of that for a 10 point piece they kind of have to before he gets up to invincible yeah they do a lot harder to kill they do because carnage surfer likes to ko something and heal click sure i mean everything doesn't have to go back to carnage silver surfer i mean uh, that was scott's next question is what's the true counter to two carnage <laughs> surfers um the answer is probably like a lot of stealth um that's probably the best easiest play because uh, then you're yeah, at stuff, least, stuff that doesn't die easily yeah that i was going to say the stealth helps because at least then you're taking them down to their 11 for three uh instead of 12 four at range Mm -hmm. Um. So that's important one stuff that doesn't die so easily. Um. That's what I like about the Carnage Surfer, though, and that's what I like about your suggestion, Jason. I I'm tired of all this mm -hmm. like little fiddly shit that comes in and like does a bunch of damage for no good reason. What? what? No, like you, you love that? <laughs> no, like like Flash and. Uh, all these other little <laughs> maggot pogs yeah all these little maggot pogs right like <laughs> yeah like uh, surfers just like it just doesn't care about a lot of that stuff right because he's like leave your pogs out leave your uh constructs out right like he's li he's licking his red lips oh you know who that reminds me of sky tyrant yeah that was the same with yeah. sky tyrant leave all your yeah. little stuff out i'm gonna get all these life tokens Please, please, yeah. good. Leave all these out. Like it's very similar concept. It's just he's got more just, flexibility. He's got like, more defensive stuff. Like he's just way better than Sky Tyrant. Let's just be uh, honest. No, he's not. I wouldn't say he's way better. Oh, better yes, in he different, is. He's better in different <laughs> avenues. Look, Sky Tyrant is still better of run up, smack you in your face, and take out multiple people. With I think the big thing is, is that all that stuff. Is that Carnage Surfer does not have the brute keyword, uh, so thank God. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Dark Phoenix cannot make Surfer attack again. Um, but uh, what's his face can? Kamish. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, 
So, I don't know. Clay, have you played against a Carnage Surfer yet? You know, I have. Uh, I, you know, I did. I guess I did. I was going to say I haven't, but I, I have. Um, but I played a pretty hokey team against it. and uh, uh, I don't know if you saw on my site the, uh, the, the Leonardo defense shell team that I played. Uh, I think Matt Esbrook took a, a variation of it over to, to Huntsville. And, you know, that team makes Carnage Silver Surfer cry. I don't, does the team ring a bell at all? Uh, yes, yeah. Yep. It's it the, the equipment. It's the equipment hate team, right? Yeah, you, you basically uh, you steal your opponent's equipment with Leo, and then you basically just go hide with a crazy defense shell team in the in the boxing ring anybody who moves so they're trying to punch you they're trying to shoot you with a you know a minus three to their attack that can't be increased and you're sitting there at a 20 21 defense with everybody and you basically they have to roll critical hits to hit you that so you're is... saying the best way to the beats silver surfer harness silver surfer is hokey I like this. Um, I like well, the, it's, uh, it's one way, and it clearly doesn't work in modern. But you know, for it, it's, yeah, well, I, I mean, thought it was a pretty good silver team. Yeah, Leonardo doesn't isn't just it doesn't work in modern because Leonardo is not modern. But mm-hmm. um, I think the other point there to bring is like I had to buy a second star um, legacy or uh, tarot card for Sam. Um, I, the star becomes like one of the best tarot cards the major arcanas that I think it, it, that exist I, I there's so many situations where those ones becoming sixes make such a big deal now it can work against you but I think the turn that it helps you out as a player has just got to be a turn where you just make use of it like just go to ham go to go to town right go ham um so like go to ham that works too yeah go to ham go to spider ham um go to honey baked ham go to honey baked ham oh that place is nasty you don't you don't like that do you surely not no that's the only ham restaurant i could think of right (laughs) ham based restaurant um but uh, yeah uh, that's that's where the defense-based team has a has a slight bit of struggle is uh, you just go start attacking it on your star turn and hope to roll ones mm. because that's that's how you get your critical hits. Also, thanks for ruining our chance at a honey pay team sponsorship, Dan. I mean, right? Yeah, I. You know what? Not that I would turn down a honey bank tam sponsorship, but uh, there would definitely be other places I would like to go first. Um. So, Kurt, we talked about Pulp, uh, McConnell. We'll talk. We'll we will talk more about Pulp. We definitely need we to. We definitely need to. Um, it's on our list. And then, Teresio, I think this is a good question for everybody. Do we like the fact that um, there are more primes than before, and the fact that they're higher rarity? And it seems overall that the primes are better. So, I guess my answer is Teresio. Yeah, I do like the higher number of primes primes have never been cooler than they are right now uh 
he me is he he's talking specifically because Avengers sixty has six, right? The Avengers sixtieth has five. Five, sorry. Sorry, that's right. No, there's there's six. There's four of uh, Captain there's America, four, Iron yeah. Man, Hulk, Thor, then Absorbing Man and Sum- Super Oh, yeah, six. Right. There's six. There's yeah. six. Okay, okay. Three three for rare, three for super rare. I don't think that'll stick unless they've announced it for well, then again, they said Notorious is the biggest hero click set yet, right? It's a mega set. I think is what they did in their announcement. I I don't I thought it was just an Avengers 60th thing that they were doing six primes, uh, but I do like that they changed the rarities cuz like I said, getting a common prime was like the worst brick you could possibly get was right. Oh, I got the common prime brick. Woo-hoo-hoo. And then, what is our guesses? Or so, uh, Clay, what do you think? Sorry, for what? The, do we like? Do you like? Do you like the higher number of primes? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I would like it more if you actually get one in every case. I, I feel like I've maybe it's just me. I've had some bad luck getting a prime, or I've had a number of cases that don't even have a prime in it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, the more variation in the game, I, I think the better. I it's certainly better than having just you know one prime that everybody plays. I think it's it's good when people have to make tough decisions on what they want to play. Yep, I agree. Uh, what do we think would be a good? And then the second part of his question: What do you think would be a good first legacy card for the prime? A prime legacy card. Mm, seems like a bad idea. <laughs> uh. I think I would like to. I was going to think about. I had something on my mind, and um, I think making a meta one would be a very bad idea. <laughs> that that would feel bad. Um, so like I was going through, and like I think to maybe. Uh, Alex's point, like one of the common primes that nobody played. Like, give me like a huge cost re- point, a huge cost reduction on like common prime poison ivy from World's Finest, and I'd be okay with that. So I guess the big question is: is they would have to, they would have to completely change how legacy work. Right, because all legacy is just listed as limited edition. But there's no rarity; they're just all limited edition. They could be unique. Yeah, well, I would say, but Alex, just for the purposes of the discussion, what would you want to see as your first legacy card prime? Um, don't, don't, you're harshing the vibe by talking about the technicality of why. No, 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 no. The technicality I'm asking is: Are we saying these legacy card? Are they removing the prime? No, capability? they'd still be a prime. They'd still be a prime. Okay, well, that's whatever, what I'm wanting. Whatever, whatever it needs to work to make them be a prime. Oh, um, mine's kind of out of left field. Um, Anarchy. Oh, 100%. that is. Mm. A, I do like that one. Yeah. I always loved the little bomb mechanic where it's like, haha, you gotta watch out, and I've got a fifty percent chance of blowing up and dealing you damage and blowing things up around it. I loved that about Anarchy. And he had very limited keywords, so he didn't see much play. Um, but I, he was one of my favorite characters, because he only did that one thing, and then he like laid out bombs. But he was so unique that it's like, hey, you know, like 
I've, I played him at a few things because I thought it was a fun piece. So I would love to see him come back and, you know, lower the points to 50 and um, you can lower the damage to like just two damage or something. But like it, it's, I thought it was a fun piece. I have I have a few if you don't mind. Yeah, um, yeah, go for it. Go for it. I'd love for them to go back and do the Squadron Supreme. I don't know if you remember, but they made a whole bunch of Squadron oh, Supreme, and they man. were all prime. And it, so mm -hmm. you know, you had this cool team, but you couldn't play any of them together. So I'd love for them to go and and you know make it so that maybe you can play a whole bunch of them on the same team if they're on a theme team, or even you just get rid of the prime so you can finally go and play Squadron Supreme. Right, and then it was it was only towards the end of their run that they came out with the uh, ATA that allowed them to be played together. Yeah, that's right. Clay, is there a way to search for primes on your site? Because I'm not there seeing. There sure is. Yeah. Okay. Go to advanced search. It's a unit property. I know it's a unit little bit property. Hidden, okay. But there's a few. There's a bunch of things that are kind of lumped into the unit property one. Title characters, unique team up, legacy, etc. Fantastic. That's kind of like what they did with um, what you're talking about with Squadron Supreme. That's what they did with the EV. Was it Avengers Infinity ones? They had all the robots. Remember, they weren't technically primes, but they took up prime slots. Right. They were all unique. But they they've done that a few times where it's like they're all primes, but that you te can technically play them all together, but they're still unique. And ultimately, those were all bad. So <laughs> hopefully, they don't go that route. But you mean the robot? Uh, the ro the you mean Magneto? No, Avengers Infinity. It was like Starship. Oh was the better yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Terminator, right. Javelin, yeah. Firefall. Yeah, like they were they were bad, but they took up the prime slots. You know, like so, AB dials, yeah, yeah, essentially. But like they were they were treated as primes because they're like their prime dials were better than the non-prime ones, but they were still bad. Weren't they just unique? I thought they were unique. Yeah, they, weren't they were actually unique. Prime. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, they they aren't marked as primes, but they are Bs. Mm -hmm. So they were like well, they they I took up they, they took up your prime slot in the in the case. Yeah, because these were the weird big boosters. Yep. So it's like they, I think they advertised it that way too, because they were advertising you could play them all together. Uh, but it was also. Because yeah. there the, weren't actually primes in the set either. Yeah, because there was the big figures that threw off things a yeah. little bit. And then they revisited that idea in XDPS. Um, yep. As well. There weren't primes in. Well, there were primes in that one. Yeah, they there were primes in that, but they they did the robots were the, um, the robots took up your prime slot as well. Uh, as far as what was in your case. All right, Jason, did yes. you have one picked out? Um, not really. No. Really? Uh, uh, no, I'm sure there is one, but I can't think of it at the moment. Is there like a Spider-Man Prime? I am surprised. I'm surprised you didn't get upset at. Clay for taking your pick. Well, uh, no, no, never mind. You played Speed Demon, not Wizard. Speed Demon was my was my jam, not not Wizard. Yeah. Wizard was cool too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The, he was the other squadron. He wasn't the supreme. He was the 
Yeah, I love. I did love Speed Demon though. Their other keyword, the. uh, I love to see him go Squadron Sinister. Yeah. But we could go ahead and get all the ones that people are screaming for and should never happen. Uh, Jakeem should never happen. Um, (laughs) Nighthawk should never happen. Like those should just don't don't get your hopes up on those. Like if they do come back, guys, you're going to be disappointed. You're always going to be disappointed with when they bring back a meta figure um, from from the depths. It's not going to be the same. They don't make the same mistakes unless your name is Carnage. Um, that's about the extent <laughs> of the mistakes they've made. Uh, and even then, Car- yeah, we, we can bring back that bad. Brother Voodoo. How about that one? Yeah, yeah there okay. we go. No thank, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Andrew Wilson asks, after playing with him and against him, this is because this one's to me, uh, is Prodigy still D-tier? Um, so, uh, Andrew's the one that uh, was playing the team, uh, I believe. And, yeah, so the answer is yes. <laughs> um, the problem is, and I think I've boiled it down to, uh, Moira is the problem figure. Um, that was likely to be retired before Worlds this year until they changed retirement. So Prodigy just gathering, or any of these figures, Prodigy or Sinister gathering these uh, rally dies on their own is fine and fair because you get to interact, right? Like Prodigy's is a, a prosing tack rolls of five. Well, that means your opponent has to attack. Well, Moira just handing them off is not is really not a fair mechanic, um, and and that's the, something that is unlikely to be fixed before she retires. Um, but uh, totally wish that it would be retired or would be fixed. Uh, what would you fix her to? Uh, once per game. Once per game. Okay. Yeah. What about would you? Is it a big deal if she gave someone a rally token that already had one? Uh, like no, is there, that, that does she, that, does she... that doesn't fix her because she can still give Sinister their first ones. Right. I, I'm just spitballing ideas. Like, a, is no is the issue that she could just keep stockpiling throughout the game and like. Yeah, the fact they that she gets up with multiple. Yeah, that's rarely an issue because like Sinister's okay. always spending his one, Prodigy's always spending his five, so typically she's refilling from zero to one, not one to two. And if she is doing that, typically Alex, she's just doing it as a win harder mechanic. Hmm. So, um. Yeah, uh, I think that I think that's really what it boils down to. It's she's elevating figures that are probably not great on their own um, to like superhuman status because she's just giving out rally die. For very low points. 20, 20 of them. Not even twenty five. Twenty of them. Yep. I would say Clay, she- have you had to face against the double sinisters yet? I have not. I really like that piece a lot, but uh, yeah, I'm 
curious. It, it it hasn't hit any of the meta out on the West Coast from what I saw. Yeah, yeah. Super exciting to know that your first attack is going to miss. Or your most your most important attack of the turn is likely to miss. <laughs> so Um Yeah, she's on my uh my wish list of hey WizKids, could you uh take a look at this before? Oh no, she was Matt, uh Matt she Papa. wasn't in she wasn't in House of X. She was in Rise and Fall. Yeah, Rise she's in Rise and Fall. Yeah. yeah, so we were if yeah. So maybe maybe the fact that uh, I guess I'll recant my earlier statement um is that she was probably not going to retire for another year uh if uh, retirement was on its normal schedule. Um but um Maybe now Rise and Fall will retire after Worlds. Maybe that makes yeah. a difference. Yeah, uh, maybe we have to deal with the pain of a all of this to Worlds to relieve us of nine additional months of right of Rise Miss, and Fall of, of the Good Doctor. So and 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 X Men Swap. I mean, I mean, and to be clear, let's just let's just be clear here. Aaron or Andrew uh, kicked my ass with prodigy so maybe i'm not mm, in a, maybe, okay yeah i mean I, I streamed it a few a couple we're months getting ago. some context here i was wondering where all this came from yeah so i and i played him with that illegal swap team that i did um so yeah prodigy himself is still d tier it's the mora makes him over the top um he wouldn't be playable without mora like andrew you're you're your team, you probably wouldn't play your team. And I think it was Andrew, so forgive me if it wasn't you, Andrew, but the guy that I played the team from and combined all that stuff together, um, he kicked my butt with Prodigy. So uh, it's not like I'm upset about that or anything. It's just, no. Uh, Moira is still too crazy. So Jumping back to the Mr. Sinister, I'm curious, you know, those pieces have been out for a while. Why are we just seeing it show up in the meta recently? Like, why did it take eight months before people started playing it? Because nobody were playing. Nobody no, was there, playing. There was no events, Clay. There was no events. Ah, fair enough. They weren't legal at Worlds because Slop wasn't legal. And there was no events until... Oh, well, there was the like, Champion Clicks Open, right? So and... the, the Champion Clicks Open, so it, it did have some version of that. Um, there was... Um, Caleb's second place team used Defend and the Saturnines. Um, mm. and then the second place team at uh the Kilted Classic, Kilted, Kilted Classic used it. Mm -hmm. Uh, used Sinister and uh Double Sinister Moira and Saturnines. Um, <laughs> so. Why it hasn't? Why it didn't see success in silver? That's a good question. Um, I, I just it. I think it's one of the big. I think it's just one of the teams that you'll see out of the come from behind if it's not running into some other stuff. Like also, I, a, a lot of pulse wave and poison, you know, helps take care of a lot of it. But you know, that's not exactly easy to come by. It's yeah, also I, it's oh, go ahead, Clay. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I love it when, you know, these pieces come out of nowhere and all of a sudden, you know, redefine things. You, you think that there's not going to be 
game changing at all, and then people find a way to to actually make it work. I love it. Yeah, the what I would say to bounce off of why it's not it's only just now coming to light. It, it's it's not. I will. It falls in the category for me, at least, of not being necessarily a fun team to play because it does. It's not like as if it has a lot of attack power. It's a lot, a lot like those defensive shell teams, kind of like the one you were talking about with Leonardo, mm-hmm. where it's like the team can be fun in the sense that you're like preventing your opponent from doing a lot, but it's not actively engaging, and the matches are typically fairly close. And then when it comes time for like, if you don't win your games, you're probably going to be down on points because it's not a typically not a high powered. I'm going to beat you 300 to nothing. It's more of, oh, I win 50 to zero because you couldn't hit anything and I took out your one person. And those games sound like those type of teams sound great on paper. And there's some people who love that. But as someone who played a lot of don't die teams and had to suffer through all of that, um, it could be a pain and it makes you not want to play it. So um, I, I think I, you're I think... right. It, it takes a certain personality, that's for sure. Because, you know, to, to be able to sit down at a table and say, all right, we're going to sit here and stare at each other for 50 minutes, you know, without right. and <laughs> without rolling any dice. <laughs> it's a it's a it is a very frustrating play experience, that's for sure. Well, and a lot of folks might say, "Well, Dan, that sounds right up your alley." Um, which <laughs> it it probably is. I mean, admittedly, I mean, I'm okay with saying that. Um, but um It, it just—it's not. I like to make attacks, and those those game those those few pieces just keep you from making attacks. Non-attack damage. I would say pieces that don't allow. Or I'm gonna say that back. Non-attack damage pieces are probably some of my least favorite game mechanics, and ones that I rarely play. Unless they can do a lot of barrier. But I'm still attacking <laughs> to score my points. I think that's not the... well, not with them. Uh... I'm attacking by putting walls up, by putting blocking in your face. Yeah, they protect the they protect the uh, the guy doing the thing. You you like you like your um, your non-attacking pieces in a certain flavor. The flavor is you like the more barrier, maybe a little bit. Um, you know, shell based because you did play the like demon and armor team, but when it comes to like preventing your opponent from doing something, um, you don't want to rely on your opponent. Like, I don't feel like that that isn't up your wheelhouse because it's like you don't. I feel like you don't like playing gotcha type teams when it isn't a a, a fun, hard hitting gotcha type team. It's yeah, like, ah, a... I gotcha, because you can't hit me. You, like, gotcha because these pieces are ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I know this up and down, and you need to prepare for it by now. Yeah, that's a good, um, that's a good way to point it. A good way to put it, I think. Um, yeah. But, um, well, you know, we have the tier maker coming up. We're going to try to do that this week. Uh, for Avengers 60, so I hope folks get a lot. Hope y'all get lots of good pulls in your um, release day bricks and boosters and cases, and 
So let's go around for final thoughts. And uh, Jason, we'll have you go first. Uh, I just want to take uh, Clay. Thank you for making this site. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. It's uh, the Hero Clicks team building site we always needed. My uh, pleasure. I can't. I can't uh, say enough good things about it. <laughs> Alex. Uh, two quick final thoughts. Piggyback because Jason gave me another one. Yes, thank you, Clay, so much. <laughs> For the website for HC for not just that HC maps HC units whatever HC website you come up with next um, HC tournaments because we don't have a tournament page um, whatever it is uh, thank you so much for that um, and then for everyone who's pumped for the tier maker um, feel free to flood our Facebook page with Tyler I can't wait to hear you at the next tier maker um, it's always great hearing you on the show. You know, getting him pumped up because let's get Tyler back out here for the tier maker just to make sure. Maybe he needs some excitement from the crowd, or do you think that'll backfire? Either mm, way, that's a good mm. question. I don't know. Because um, to piggyback is... what Brad Brad said, I miss Tyler's fees. We we let's he maybe he needs a a little bit of motivation, guys. So yeah, that I like that. I like to give Tyler a little motivation. That's a good way to put it. Um, Clay, final thoughts from your end tonight. Yeah, I, you know, I just want to say thank you guys so much for having me. Like I said, tremendous honor being here. Uh, I I just want to say, you know, I'm glad you all love the site. I really appreciate it. I, I, uh, I really would love more feedback. And, and that's not just from you guys, but from anyone else out there. I am I am looking to make this thing, you know, continually improving it. And anything, any any great suggestions you all have, please send them my way. Can't promise it's going to happen. I can't promise it's going to happen like immediately. But uh, you know, I, there have been a number of things I've gotten as feedback that have changed my mind, and I and I've ended up switching course and and focused on implementing those sooner rather than later. And so, you know, just want to build the best site that uh, we as a community, you know, need and helps us thrive. Perfect. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's perfect. And again, in my final thoughts, you know, Clay, thank y'all for every, thank you for everything. This is, uh, it, it's been really fantastic to, uh, have such a, a great site. And, you know, I'm a pretty simple person when it comes to the team building things. And the fact that you have a printable team sheet helps out with my tr tremendously terrible, uh, handwriting. So, um, that's, that's been a great, part big been a great thing so thank you for everything clay and thanks for being on the show today and uh like i said good luck to everybody out there on your release day purchases this week and thanks everybody for listening to click stuff today and we'll talk to y'all next time later see ya thanks see ya hey everybody this is daniel and um you know i just i wanted to expound a little bit more on a segment that we had in the show that you just listened to and um, I want to talk a little bit more about Carnage Surfer. Um, so it's a lot. He's a lot. He does a lot. Symbiote's gotten way better and as a keyword. And the, the chase set's gotten crazy. So 
I think there's a couple of things on my mind that I want to talk about. Um, first of all, I just want to go ahead and get this one out of the way. I don't want to hear any complaints about how much Sur Carnage Surfer cost. He just completed for three ninety nine ninety five last week. Um, you can't complain when the meta is expensive because when the meta was cheap, yeah, I'm still talking about Thanos. You got it. You guessed it. It was cheap, but it was too much. You can't complain when it's expensive. You can't complain because it's cheap and good. So let's just not complain about the price at all. So let's just take that out of the way. Yeah, Carnage Surfer is expensive, acknowledged. But that is not really a reason to complain anymore. I don't take that as a basis for complaint. Yes, Carnage Surfer is expensive. Yes, the team approaches 2K, which is pretty much a new a new high for HeroClix meta team pricing. So uh, just just want to get that out there first. Um, I don't really don't really want to hear any complaints about the pricing. It just is what it is. So the the question became how do you beat carnage surfer and um in the show i said stealth right um he doesn't ignore stealth um you know that makes him a little bit less potent right because he's not 12 4 he's 11 for 3 when he punches um but i i think a lot of folks have already gathered that it is pretty much the necro sword um, and some version of knockback. So, you know, he is susceptible to knockback on his starting click at 50. Um, it, um, not, you, once you knock him back, it either knocks him down to a 10 attack, or if you knock him back twice, uh, it takes him off his special movement power where he can attack twice. <clears throat> so that's a big one, right? Um, you know, any of the power erasers are a big deal, right? Um, a, a Leech Alpha, a Scarlet Witch Alpha, um, a, you know, Cosmo taking away a shape change, um, something along those lines, right? Um, it, it still comes down to you still have to have some sort of power eraser at the top of the meta and you have to have some way to get through barrier. Um, keep in mind, right? Like this is one of the reasons that Hulk Prime, another rare Prime is a hundred and something dollars. He has improved movement barrier, improved movement blocking. It's just, it breaks blocking, right? So you gotta have a way to get through barrier. You gotta have a way to get through shape change and senses. Um, and, you know, probably one of the other big things is theme. Uh, theme gives you map control to where you can analyze whether or not you want to go first. I think with, with the new theme rules, the person that has the biggest advantage in winning is the one that studies all of the maps. Now, 
what you have coming up is states. States map setup is different than what will be for nationals. Rock uses an expanded map list that nationals, WizKids Nationals doesn't. So keep in mind when you go to your states event, you have to look at the rock map list and you have to be familiar with the maps on that map list. Um, you know, because if your opponent, if you want to go first, you have to know what your opponent's maps look like by some example and be familiarized with those before you enter the event. So, of course, you can ask your opponent for their maps. You can, um, you know, take a look at them before the map, before the match, and keep in mind that's fine. But what is important in that situation is that most tournament organizers, as they should, are going to want to get the event running, get people to their game start, get to the next round, and get the event done, right? So that people have a good time, a smooth time. So you're going to be under the gun at that particular juncture to study maps. So you're not going to be able to open the map, you know, put out your TK lines, do this, that, you know, whatever it is. You need to be able to know on your with your team that you want to play to beat Surfer is you have to be familiar with the map and have some idea how to get across the 16 by 24, the 16 by 16 with varying pieces of terrain in your way. Um, right, like the, the negative zone with the, the blocking in front of you, right? Are you running a ring bearer? Uh, are you running a prime hulk? Are you running a bus blocking? Are you running a molecule man? Um, how do you get rid of the terrain? How do you get across the map? Those are questions you have to even ask yourself before you ask, what are my attack values? What are my uh, defensive values? What's my, what's my range? What's my hypersonic, right? You, to some extent, you have to have those things predetermined. You, sorry, you have to have the ability to get across the map, every map, every map and take out the surfer before the surfer can take out you um so you know that's that's kind of my elongated thoughts on how to beat a surfer but it, it typically comes down to um it's just game fundamentals and um you know i think you know what we may see over the summer here as states have been started up, you might see the cry for Loretta Carnage Surfer. The same thing we hear time and time again. And I, I think when it comes to that, you have to realize the game has shifted to hyper, 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 hyper efficient 50 point attackers. We see this with uh, Sakarian Iron Man. We see this with the new Masters of Evil chases. You see these things, you know, in a little bit higher point value. You see it with World's Finest Legacy. You see it with Scarlet Witch. These figures that are able to do so much. The, the, the Wonder Woman Flash. These things are around to at least Worlds, right? Obviously, Surfer, Connor Surfer's last Beyond Worlds this year. 
um, you know, Jubilee, the list of these hyper efficient attackers is the list is long. So don't think about singling out Carnage Surfer as this big bad whenever all of these other things exist, maggot, and this point value um, that, that just becomes so insanely efficient. So let's not meme about Carnage Surfer unless we meme about the Saki, the Maggot, the Jubilee, the Sky Tyrant, the whatever, whatever, whatever. Meme fairly. Be able to get through Carnage, Surfer, Shape Change, and Super Senses. Get a hold of that Necro Sword. Get a hold of that Mad Gem to assign out that Necro Sword. Unless you want to play theme of some sort, um, then be prepared to assign the Necro Sword. The new equipment rules, absolutely insane when it comes to the Necro Sword. Mad Gem, hyper efficient, right? You're talking about Mad Gem. Would you rather, would you play a 20 point barrier perplex piece with four clicks for 20 points if you're going to assign the Necro Sword on your team? That's where Mad Gems becomes super crazy in his value. So, you know, with all of that, that's how you beat Surfer. Game fundamentals. Carnage Surfer's hyper efficient. You just got to beat the hyper efficiency with practice, planning, study, back to basics, repeat it, practice it, and makes your team better. Thanks everybody for listening to the bonus segment today. We'll talk to y'all next time.